I can't believe she didn't come. She promised. I mean, I can't believe she missed Easter Sunday of all things. Really, Mom? How can you keep thinking she's going to be any different? She has ruined every good thing in our lives. She's ruined Christmas, birthdays, Easter. Oh, don't forget the way she showed up at my graduation. Do you remember that? Yeah, well, as far as I'm concerned, I hope she never shows up here again. Do not talk about your sister like this. As long as she is a part of this family, I will not give up hope on her. Well, if you want to keep hoping for things that aren't going to come true, go ahead. But I'm done. Kelsey, Kelsey. Wow. Do not treat your mother like that. This isn't how family treats each other. Dad, it's all Kate's fault. How can you keep thinking she's going to be any different? I don't understand. You guys spend so much time bailing her out of stuff. Our family can't take it. Look at us. What do you want us to do? I mean, just turn her over to whatever it is she's doing? I'm not willing to do that, Kelsey. No. Sorry, Emily. I got caught up in something really important, I promise. I'm your happy. You earned another holiday for all of us. Kate. Baby, why can't you just realize how valuable you are to us? I mean, God has a plan for your life. Yeah, Mom, God's got great plans for me. He's done an awesome job so far. Kate, we love you, but we cannot put up with this destructive behavior. The, the path you're taking is going down a road that's going to have a dead end to it. From now on, we're, it's just, it, it's, we're done. Dad, what are you saying? Where am I supposed to go? Mom, you talk to him. What, what are you talking about, Dad? What do you want me to do? I, I still need you guys. Kate, I'm sorry I said that out of anger, but we watched you grow up as a little child playing here with your toys, and you go through middle school and all your boyfriends and things like that and then you get to high school and we've prayed for you all the way and if anything we probably protected you too much we we thought we were we were doing good as parents but you know we protected you too much to where you haven't learned about God on your own we've taught you as much as we can so that's what I'm saying is you're gonna have to find God on your own that's what you need in your life you know what I hope you're glad you're turning your back on your daughter. What fine Christian parents you are. Kate. Kate. John. Look what, now she's gone. Do you think that was the right thing to do? Honey, I, I don't know. The, we've tried it your way, my way, her way. Now we're just going to, I'm afraid we've, like, a, we need to try God's way. We, we should have done that in the beginning, and that's, you know, our fault, so. Um, I think we ought to pray and pray for our little girl. Dear God, I just lift uh, Kate up. We love her just so much, and you've always given us wisdom to take care of her. And but, but God, we're just at our end of our rope. We just, we just love her so much, and we're scared for her. And the, the path she's taken is somewhere where we can't follow. Mm -hmm. And I just, oh God, I, I just, 
pray for a hedge of protection around yes, her, God, and oh gosh, and uh, put your angels around yes, her, Lord. and just send somebody in their life, uh, her life, that will just uh, make her realize that you are the one, and that she needs you desperately mm, in yes. her life. Jesus, Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. We have a lost soul who needs to find her way home. Her mother and father have prayed and have finally decided to trust me for the saving of her soul. And I need you to go and help her find the way home. I need you to go down to earth and show her the hope she needs is in me.
I'm sorry, what was that? Look, I, I don't even know where I am, okay? I've just been driving around, and I got tired of being in that car, so I just sat down here. Where am I? Well, that's an easy one. You're at Bethel Baptist Church. Of course I am. 
My parents would get a kick out of that. Kate, is that you? Peter? Oh my goodness. How have you been? It's been such a long time. What's been going on? Um, Peter, uh, you know, doing, doing great. I've just been doing my own thing, going wherever the wind takes me. Come on, Kate. You and I were good friends in high school, so you can shoot straight with me. What's really been going on? You look terrible. Peter, that's not way to talk to a guest. Hi, I'm Anna. I'm Peter's wife. Peter's the pastor here at Bethel. You're a preacher? Wow. After the things we did in high school, I would not expect you to be a preacher. You see, darling, Kate knew me back in high school, and I was a totally different person then. That was back before Christ did all the work in my life, and all I can say is thank God for forgiveness. Yes. Well, I'm glad I got to meet you, Kate. We're about to have our kids' program. Why don't you come and stay, and we can talk afterwards. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not really dressed for church, and, and plus, I don't know anybody, and I, I feel kind of weird. Don't think a thing about it. God doesn't care what you wear, and... You know Peter, so no excuses. And besides, Miss Bessie makes a great casserole. And from the looks of you, you could use a good meal. So what do you say? You want to come eat with old friend? Okay, fine. Just promise you won't make me do anything embarrassing like stand up and introduce myself in front of the church or something. Oh, absolutely not. We just make first-time guests sing a solo. Oh. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Come on, let's get you Come out on. of this cold. Hi, good morning. Oh, I'll be with you in just a minute. Hi, so good to see you. I'm going to send my stuff right here. Good morning. Hey, Troy, come with me. I got somebody I want you to meet. Kate, I would like you to meet my son. This is Troy. Troy, this is Kate. She's a friend of mine from high school. Nice to meet you, ma'am. You were a friend of my dad's? I know it's hard to believe, but yes, I was. But how? You're just so young and he's just so old. <laughs> hey, I'm not that old, okay? Besides, I think I look pretty good for my age. Come on, Kate. Won't you have a seat right here? The program's about to start. We have to go help the kids get ready. Yes. And see y'all in a little bit. Hello. Oh, hello. You must be a visitor. I know I've never seen you here before. I guess you have someone in the program tonight, right? Miss Bessie, this is Kate. She was a friend of my dad's from high school, and we just invited her to watch the program. Oh, well, welcome, honey. I do hope you enjoy these little darlings. After all, they're the reason the church is full today. We can't get people to come to preaching, but boy, they'll sure come out and see their grandkids. Thank you. Don't let her bother you. She is very sweet, and she makes a great casserole. Here the kids come. They are so cute. You're going to love them. I just loved being in the kids' choir. Well, then what do you do now? I'm in the youth. You like that? Yeah, all of uh, my friends just go and learn about God and everything that he's given to us. Weren't you in the youth? 
Well, yeah, I, I went, but kind of went for boys rather than the stuff you were talking about. Okay, to be honest, I only went because my parents made me.
That's a tough one to follow. Good morning and welcome to Bethel Baptist Church. My name is Peter Parker and I'm the senior pastor here. And although my name may suggest that I'm a superhero, I promise I am not. But I do serve a God that absolutely is a superhero. And he brought you here this morning. He brought you here for a reason and God does not make mistakes. So I'm gonna say a quick prayer and I'm gonna turn it back over to the children because I know that's the only reason you're here anyway. So uh, let me go ahead and say a prayer for us and I'll turn it over to Christy. Dear Heavenly Father, God, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for allowing us to be here, God, and just to bask in your presence, God, and to just worship you through song, God. And Lord, I just pray this morning that uh, you will be with each and every person that's here, God. I just pray that uh, you, will, you will give them the courage, God, to respond to whatever it is that you have called them here for today, God. Lord, be with the children as they sing, God. May they lift and make a beautiful noise unto you, Father. In Christ's name I pray, amen. Christy. Thank you, and thank you all for being here with us today. Um, we just hope that your hearts are touched by the songs that the children are going to sing and that you enjoy your time with us today. Thank you.
how did you enjoy the the children's program? You know, it, it really made me think back to my childhood Christmas memories, and I haven't thought about that in a long time. Yeah, kids have a way of bringing out the truth in things. Truth, yeah, I guess. You guess what? Oh, you were just talking about the truth of Christmas. Ah, yes, the simple truth that our kids so wonderfully brought to us about our beautiful Savior. So you really buy into all that stuff? You really have changed. I don't know this, Peter. Look, Kate, I haven't changed anything. It is God who has done all the changing in my life. Did, did you say something about a casserole? Oh, yes, right this way. Plus, it'll give us a chance to talk a little bit more. You know, on second thought, I, I really should be going, so. Oh, you're going to go home for Christmas after all? Um, home. Yeah. Thank you again. It was nice meeting you. Um, it was good to see you, Peter. Hey, Kate, before you leave, do you mind if my family and I pray for you? Dear Heavenly Father, God, Lord, only you know the journey, God, that, that Kate is on, Father. And Lord, whatever it is she's searching for, Lord, I just pray that, that she finds it in you, God. Lord, just be with her wherever her road may take her, God. Just be with her and, and carry her, God. And Lord, uh, I just pray that you'll just bless her, God, beyond measure. In Christ's name, amen. Look, Kate, you're welcome back here anytime. Kate, Kate, is that you? Oh, Kate, please talk to me if this is you. Baby, please, please. Kate? <laughs> Kate, I know that was you, baby. Please call me back. We love you. We only want you to know that Jesus loves you too. He can help you, Kate. Baby, it is Christmas Eve. Please come home.
world. Don't you look like a little lost soul? In or out, you're letting all the hot air out. Besides, it doesn't look like you've got anywhere else to go. You might as well come on in and have a seat. So what can I get you? Um, sorry, I'll, I'll take coffee. <sighs> I just love these Christmas Eve customers. I probably won't even get a tip. Coffee all you want, sugar? Don't let her get to you. She's Scrooge. She doesn't believe. That's why she's working tonight. She doesn't have any family to spend Christmas with. Well, would you grab her a sandwich, too? That's my grits. Well, then, why are you working tonight? Oh, well, my mom's been very sick, and, and uh, my sister's with her now. Um, I needed to work an extra shift to help out. You know, besides, Christmas is tomorrow, and we'll all be together then. Hey, you want mustard or mayo on this thing? So what about you? I haven't, I haven't seen you in here before. Are you, are you heading home for Christmas? Um, so what's wrong with your mom? Oh, well, she, uh, she has surgery, and it's, it's been a pretty long recovery. Um, but um, why, why did you change the subject? I wouldn't understand. Plus, you're clearly working, and I don't want to bother you. Oh, well, it's just you, me, and Flo, and whatever that is she made you. Okay, fine. The last time I saw my family was Easter Sunday. And that's the day they told me that they were done with me. Is that, is that really what they said? Well, not those exact words. They just got tired of bailing me out over and over again and watching me make terrible decisions. They gave me chance after chance and I just kept blowing it. And then I didn't set a good example for my sister, and now she hates me. I'm basically all alone, and, and I just don't think I can face them being such a big disappointment. Oh, uh, see, so, so you, you kind of feel like this big family failure and you can't go home? See, you think so too. <sighs> What's up with all this sappy Christmas stuff? I mean, it's not like it's the Hallmark Channel or something. You're going to eat? I want to go home tonight. What, do you think this is easy? Do you think I want things to be this way? Just give me a break. Well, not on your own. Not on my own? What is that supposed to mean? They turned their backs on me. Where was I supposed to go? So now I've been out here wandering around and searching for something and for what? Well, what uh, what are you searching for? I don't know, but I sure haven't found it. You know, really, it's not so much what you're searching for, but who's searching for you. Searching for me? Like who? Um, let me, let me tell you a story. When I, uh, when I was a little boy, my, my grandmother and I, we were making Christmas cookies, and she was telling me a Bible story about a gift that was given. It was a wonderful gift. It was for anybody who would accept it. She told me that God loved me so much that he gave his only son for me, and that was exciting to hear about because I was, you know, I was hoping for a special gift that year from her, and, and you know, she, she told me about this wonderful gift that was given for me, and she said that, that God wrapped his son in love for, for me. It was 
for anyone who would accept it. And see, I didn't have to go searching for him. He, he came to me. So, do you really think it's that easy? Oh, I don't think. I know. Life's not been easy. It's, it's actually been really hard since, since I was a little boy, but he's been with me every step of the way. See, I didn't have to go searching. I've already been found, and I have a feeling that's what you're looking for, and you just need to find your way home. How do you know that? Oh, I know that. No, how do you know I'm needing to go home? Oh, well, I, f I feel like if you could go home, you'd already be there. Say you can't go home again. Oh, that's not true, but well, let's talk a little bit more.
this is the good news, that this child came down. Because God knew that, that we try to work our way to heaven and it's not possible. That's hopelessness. Hopelessness is us saying, Lord, I hope I'm good enough to one day be with you. And finding out that you and I never are. So he sent his son down to us. His son, fully God, yet fully man. Born in a town that if we were living in that day, we would never have heard of. A town called Bethlehem. Known more for its sheep than its ancient significance. You see, Bethlehem was near Jerusalem. And it meant the house of bread. Why would God sent his son to earth to be born in a small village called the house of bread. God knew that we were spiritually starving. Our natural inclination is not to walk towards God. Our natural inclination is to break our covenant and walk in selfishness. To say, Lord, I can do it. And that's what the Bible calls sin. Self-help. Lord, I know my plan. I know my power. I know my will. Lord, I know that you love me, but thank you and no thanks. And yet he sent his son to pursue us. We who are spiritually starving, that one day we would find in Jesus the bread of life. Blaise Pascal famously said this, that in the heart of every man is a God-shaped vacuum. That nothing created can satisfy only the creator through Christ Jesus. See, Blaise Pascal nailed it. He knew that's us, that that we have a longing that only Christ can fill. It's amazing that this small village had no room for the Son of God. But before we come down too heavy on this village, you and I have no room either. And yet, God traded the life of His Son for us. And I wonder when Mary and Joseph laid Jesus in a manger... If they knew that one day the God the Father would lay upon this son the iniquities and the sins of us. See, this is the moment hope came down. The day that Jesus Christ would walk to the cross for you and for me. And that God would lay upon him our sins and we who are guilty would find grace in the cross of Jesus Christ. See, that's the invitation that's extended and offered today. Because of the Messiah, because of the hope that came down, that if you would turn from yourself and turn to Him, instead of my guilt, I would find grace. Instead of selfishness, I would find salvation. Instead of hopelessness, we would find hope. And I've tried it. I've tried the church game. I've tried to be righteousness on my own, and it does not work. There is nothing I can do to work my way up to heaven. And yet God came down to us. This is the invitation that's offered today. So I ask you, maybe something you have seen or heard, maybe the story that you have seen on this stage is your story. Maybe you're the one that's been kicked out by your family because you have lived a life that is not honoring of God, has fallen short of the standards that your parents have had for you. Maybe you're the parent here today that's been brokenhearted because you have a child that you have had to kick out of the house and that God has broken your heart over that. Would you trust him today? 
maybe today is the day that God is asking you quit trusting in yourself and trust in him. And what does that take? It takes a simple prayer of faith, but a profound prayer of submission to say something like this. There's no magic word, but the prayer is, Lord, I am tired of trying on my own. You sent your son to make a new way to give eternal life. Lord, I am turning from myself and trusting in you. And I know when I turn to you that the guilty will find grace, that the hopeless will find hope, and that you will wipe away the sins of my life and that I will be seen as righteous before a holy and just God. And if that's you today, I pray that you would accept the gift of salvation. At the end of our service, we're going to give you two ways to respond. We're going to have our pastors will remain here, and you can come down after the service, Brad, myself, and Dan. And we would love to encourage you and show you how you can declare that God is good and, and show your faith through believer's baptism or make a profession of faith. Maybe you want to fill out that connect card. And at the end of the service, if you, if you are prepared to give, your gift would be put that connect card at the baskets as you leave here, and we'll follow up with you. Do not miss a chance to trust the King of Kings, the hope that has come down for you and for me, because we are not guaranteed today or tomorrow. But what we are guaranteed this, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. See, whether you know it or not, this child was called Jesus. Why? The name Jesus means that he will save the people from their sins. That is hope. That is joy. That is mercy. Do you know this Jesus personally? Not know about him, but do you trust in him? I pray that you would accept the invitation of grace this morning. Church, let's pray together. If you would bow your head and close your eyes. Maybe you're here and you would boldly say, I need for the first time to trust in Jesus Christ. And as I pray, I would love to pray for you. If you just look up here, I want to pray for you. If you say, I am hopeless and I need this hope. I've been trying on my own and I am tired. Lord Jesus, you, you know those that are searching and seeking you right now. Lord, you know those who have looked up and in that acknowledge that, Father, they are not where you want them to be. But we pray that this day would be the day of their salvation. That they would boldly testify that they are turning from their self. They are renouncing sin in themselves. And they are turning to Jesus Christ as their only hope and salvation. Lord, and if there is someone that is doing that right now, we, we declare and we thank you and we celebrate that you are calling them to yourself. And Lord, we celebrate with them that you have adopted them into a new family, that you have taken their guilt and given them grace, and that they will be yours forevermore. Lord, pour out your spirit upon us today. Help us walk with you. Help us take up our cross daily and enter in new life because of the hope that has come down in the Messiah who took our sins and our shame and gives us new life. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Christmas is almost over. I really am disappointed. I just had my hopes up that she was going to come home. Really, Mom? Really? How can you keep thinking she's going to be any different?
He's ruined everything. Christmas, birthdays, everything. Come on. I don't get it. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm sick of it. Kelsey, let's not have a bad Christmas. We're trying to have a nice holiday even though your sister's not here, okay? Kelsey, I get all that. I understand what you're saying. But I have prayed for your sister every day. Yes. I have prayed that she would get so low that there's nowhere to go but up. Baby, I know you're here. And I know you're doing well in school. And yes, I know so you're involved in you. church. You're in the youth group. And, and you're on the drama team. And you're doing all those things, baby. But I cannot give up on your sister. We have prayed. We, we want restoration from her. Come in. I mean, did you invite one of your friends That's over today? Not a friend, is it? Mom, Dad, Kate? Kelsey, I'm home. Kate! Kate, you're home. This is what we prayed for. Kate? Oh, we missed you. What happened to you? You look different. Well, I am different. Let me tell you what happened. Okay, come sit down. Well, tell us. First, I'm really sorry for all the stuff I've put y'all through. Thank you, baby. But um, but you're not you're not gonna believe this story, okay? Okay. So you know when I left Easter Sunday, I, I had nowhere to go, so I just took what little cash I had and just started driving. But I just felt this strange desire to go into this particular town one night, mm-hmm. and so I drove there and sat out on a bench outside of a church, and oh you'll never guess who the pastor was. Uh, no. Peter. You know my friend from high school? Peter Parker? Yeah. He's the one that wrecked the church van. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I met his wife and his son, and I even watched a Christmas play. You did? I know. I know. So I just got this strange feeling that someone was, like, directing my path. So I ended up at this diner last night, and there's this guy there that talked to me in a way that I've never heard before. He shared the gospel in a whole new light, and... It was like hope came down from heaven to rescue me. And all that baggage and shame and guilt, they're they're all gone and all those chains are broken. I now know that I can walk in forgiveness. And uh, praise God, I got saved. That's such an answered prayer, sweetie. We never stopped praying for you. Yes, we always prayed for you. I'm so sorry for what I said about you. I didn't think you would come home. Mom and Dad, they never stopped praying for you. They even got presents. Sorry, Kate. Kelsey, I've got Jesus. How could I want more? Yes. 
Save. 